Hey, what's happening? It's the MMD here with Yo, It's Lit, the next chapter, uh, part two of Thinking Clearly by Rolf Dobley. Does Harvard make you smarter or the swimmer's body illusion? Now, I've already tried to record this chapter outside at the CAA Center and it would sound a little bit like this. Check, check, one, two. All right, I'm gonna record. Yo, it's lit, the next chapter. So, as you can tell, part two. it's really loud. I'm gonna start calling these parts so it's easier to find that it's the new Oh, there's the wind. It's really loud, really obnoxious. Chapter two, I was thinking clearly. I don't know if this is gonna even turn out. It's very windy. I wasn't happy with how it sounded. It is really gorgeous. So I got rid of it. So the long and the short of it is, essayist Nassim Talib. He wants to lose some weight, so he thinks about sports and the people who do them. And he comes to the conclusion that swimming has the best looking people. So he decides to do swimming. But then it's only after he does it for a while he realizes that he's been confusing the results for the factors of success. Um, the people who are good at swimming usually have the bodies for it. The people who are good at modeling usually are um, physically gifted. The people who go to Harvard are usually wealthy and therefore can afford the best uh, social connections and education that money can buy. That doesn't necessarily mean they are actually smarter. And I think we do that in life, and I think we do that in podcasting. Because um, every podcast, I want to I want to relate this back to the source. Um, we can sometimes forget that a specific tool or format or method or even host doesn't necessarily translate into success. Um, and there's no real formula for success in podcasting unless you're some sort of known quantity. Um, even what you did one time doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work 
every single time. Uh, for example, in my earlier recording, I tried to record in a high noise environment um, with binaural mics and just because in 90% of my recordings, it works doesn't mean that it's always going to work. And sometimes it's just... Like the audio technician's manual says, sometimes the best way to remove noise is to re-record. There's no way to overcome the impossible. Uh, what's inherent in the source. So the author says, when we confuse selection factors with results, we fall prey to what Taleb calls the swimmer's body illusion. Let me read this more carefully. Without this illusion, half of advertising campaigns would not work. But this bias has to do with more than just the pursuit of chiseled cheekbones and chests. For example, Harvard has a reputation of being a top university. Many highly successful people have studied there. Does this mean that Harvard is a good school? We don't know. Perhaps the school is terrible. It simply recruits the brightest students around. Well, brightest in quotes. But whenever we confuse the, again, the factors for the actual results, we fall prey to this illusion. Um, It also mentions that cheerfulness, according to many studies, such as those conducted at Harvard, or sorry, by Harvard's Dan Gilbert, is largely a personality trait that remains constant through life. So the idea of looking at the glass as half full is an inherent talent or... Uh, trait characteristic. Um, like the swimmer who has the arms and legs for swimming, uh, a positive person has the the half full glass mindset necessary to maintain a cheerful uh, perspective. As David Lykin and Ok Telgen, T-E-L-L-E-G-E-N, starkly suggest, trying to be happier is as futile as trying to be taller. Because, as the author suggests, the unhappy don't write self-help books about their failures. That fact remains hidden. The, the self-help industry is built on giving advice that necessarily um, isn't applicable 
to everyone. And even if you follow it, doesn't mean that you will be successful. Just because the factors of success are present doesn't necessarily mean that the actual results will manifest. So what we need to do is be honest about what we intend to do, what we intend to see. Um, and to overcome natural talent or aptitude, um, we have craft. We can do the work, we can produce, we can record, we can edit. Um, and by doing those things and again and again and, and learning and by adapting and by um, mimicking the aspects that we see around us that are good and incorporating that into our own style um, and learning and growing and being in part of communities uh, focused on that hobby, that craft, we learn, we get better, we develop the necessary talent or ability. Um, and that's what separates this from sport. And this is a hobby from uh, professional. applications because that is an entirely different set of criteria so the only way to get over that is objective thinking and craft and having multiple tools for the trade. Um, no one recorder, no one uh, EQ will do the job that you need it to do. Always. I've come to learn. Um, Sometimes the best way to overcome a bad environment, a noisy environment, is just to re-record it. Uh, there's certain inherent limits to quality in this medium, is what I'm getting at. No matter what you use in terms of EQ or noise removal or sound shaping um, doesn't, it can't overcome a bad recording environment. And I think I've rambled enough about this. So I've been the MD telling you not to confuse the factors of success with the results or you'll have the swimmer's body delusion and you won't see the forest for the trees.
So this has been EOS Lit. Another one is in the books. Read it. We lit. Oh, so I'm lit. Oh, so I'm lit. Oh, so I'm lit.